Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. We hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode where we had special guest Rick on, talked about his experiences at D23. That was uh, definitely exciting for us, having our first guest on and having somebody that firsthand got to experience all the cool panels besides the two big giant ones. So... Being that we didn't speak of that last week, that is going to be this week's topic. Uh, we've got a full crew this week, which is great. It's great to get everybody's different opinions on everything. So we're just going to kind of go over all the confirmed announcements for the parks for Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And just uh, get our reactions and our level of frustration or <laughs> excitement on it. So, and those of you who follow along on our uh, Twitter handle today, there's, I was giving <laughs> Jessica a hard time because I was saying that because of the Disneyland stuff that this may be the first week that <laughs> I'll have to put an e-tag on our episode. I've been good for 60 episodes, but this could be the one, and it may not be me, so... <laughs> may not oh, be goodness. you. We shall see. I, I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to try to make it happen because that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> so, with the, time for some wine. Oh, you're way behind, lady. <laughs> oh. Uh, so. I'll catch up. Don't worry. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I'm up for the challenge. Cool. All right. So I guess we'll start with. I've got a little list here that I, uh, a buddy of mine put together, and I'm just reading it off of him of just, just everything. So I'm going to just start at the top and work my way down here. So the first one is probably the biggest one, one of the biggest ones that came out of Walt Disney World's end, which is finally we got a name for the Star Wars land. So it's going to be called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay, doesn't really roll off the tongue. I have a feeling people are still just going to call it Star Wars land. Of course we are. So the other... Let me just read the, the, the confirmed rides, which I believe we knew about anyway, but I guess they have more of... These were the actual names, I assume. There's going to be a First Order versus Resistance ride, uh, the Fly the Millennium Falcon, which we knew, and then the Cantina Bar. So those are the three major attractions that are going in, and then obviously there'll be plenty of immersion throughout the land and whatever, just general theming. And I don't know, what do you guys think about the name? It didn't bother me as much. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I'm with you. We're just going to call it Star Wars Land. I think so. Just I think like I call it Pandora. I don't much. go around going Pandora, the world of Avatar. Right. Yeah, it just, it yeah, it doesn't roll yeah. off. It's the, another part of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. It's, it's Star Wars Land. Yep. I mean, I'm psyched about it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, definitely, definitely. for it, but yeah, yeah I, name or no name, I don't care. Star Wars Land. I could care less what they call it, so it doesn't matter to me. It's because... Just give me some blue milk. That's, That's all right. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Yeah, and and I'm sh- and I'm sure as as the months go along, we'll get more details on on what actually everything's going to be. I know they did show some 
I don't know if they showed videos, but I know when they announced everything, I think at Destination D, they showed like little video clips of the of what the Millennium Falcon experience was going to be. Uh, I, I'm not sure about the other two. I think there was concept art for the a ride vehicle or something for one of those rides. They might have. They might have. I, I didn't dive too deep into all of this. I didn't. You know, I, I read what was on the Disney Parks blog, and I didn't really go much further than that because. As new information comes out, it'll be available out there, and then we'll check it out at that point. I'm not going to... Oh, yeah, 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 they did. Okay. It's, it looks very similar to... I'm trying to think of how to... Almost like Star Tours. Like, it uh, looks like it'll be... It has seating for eight with a little droid in front. Okay. So. Oh, I got you. Oh, all right, all right, all right, yep. And I guess uh, big news for nostalgia... MGM Studios people, they're bringing back Captain Rex, who was the pilot for the original Star Tours, yeah. and he's going to be like a little DJ guy. So I wonder if uh, I wonder if they'll have Paul Rubens do new audio for him, though, because he was the one who voiced him in Star Tours. So that'd be pretty cool. Keeping with right in that area, they announced that Toy Story Land will open in summer of next year, 2018, which I think we all kind of knew anyway. So, but now that it's been confirmed, I guess they seem to be moving along with that one a hell of a lot more than they are with Star Wars. If you look at, like, construction photos that have been floating around, there's definitely a lot more going on in Star Wars land. I mean, in I'm sorry, in, uh, in the Toy Story area. So, I guess they're coming along pretty well with that slinky roller coaster that everybody's complaining about already. So, they didn't announce any names for any of that stuff which i was surprised for something that's going to be opening in 12 months they were they were really mum on specifics so i which is strange i don't know maybe they're waiting and they're going to do some sort of giant press release i have no idea well and i think most of the rides over there were bought versus versus created oh really they bought them they bought them from a company that already does that type of ride so really interesting and it's yeah. going to be, there's the Slinky Coaster, and then there's a Claw Ride, right? I think so, yes. I think yes. that seemed very teacups to me. The Claw Ride was teacup yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I'll be standing watching that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mama doesn't do the teacups. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not nope. at all. Nope. All right, well, hey, we'll wait and see what else they got going on over there. I mean... To do a whole land on on one set of three movies at this point, they better have more than just those two attractions. I'm sure they'll have other experiences. Maybe we'll get a real pizza planet that was better than what they had originally. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to get another pizza place. I think you're going to get... Because that ship sailed, I think. Oh, probably. Well, because if they actually had real pizza in it, it'd be better, but... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway, moving along. I, don't know, I guess we'll stay in the studios. So I guess people have heard by now that the great movie ride is definitely closing, and not only closing, but closing in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So Bastards. while Disney, you they know, ripped that bandaid off. <laughs> man, I tell you, no, no rest Oof. for the, no rest for the wicked. It'd have been better off to just say it's closed. Or not, yeah. or not, or not, not say anything and just don't open it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. give people two weeks and it's like 
friggin' Disney Quest, they dragged that out for a year, and then they gave that at least a, at least that had a three month window. It was about three well, is months. It closed yet? Disney Quest is closed now. Yeah. Yes, the last oh, it last it was like a week and a half ago was the last day. Oh. But they gave you so much time, and that place had been dead for lack of a better word for years. Yeah, stuff right. stuff wasn't everything was broken. Yeah, stuff wasn't working. They didn't update anything. They didn't repair anything because they knew they well, knew people. Were, yeah. So, but the great movie ride, something that was in the icon of the park, even though it's not the icon of the park anymore, but it always was, with the Earful Tower. Now they have the whatever the hell they use the Tower of Terror now on the merchandise and stuff. Right. So you know, and and they're they're sticking in this Mickey Mouse ride. Which, hey, I'm all for a Mickey Mouse ride. I can't believe after almost 50 years that there isn't one in either park, uh, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. And I, I think the biggest debate that people are having with this is because it's the newer animation style. Which, yeah, it's the Funko Pop type or whatever they call it. Well, it's, it's after or those... For the, children of the 90s, it's like Ren and Stimpy. Yep. It is kind of like Ren oh, and Stimpy, yeah. It's gross-out animation. Well, I you know when I, when these cartoons first is. when the cartoons first came on, I wasn't into them, but the content of the cartoons is they're funny. I I mean I enjoy. Them. I know everybody doesn't. Would I'd rather see classic Mickey, Donald, and Goofy? One hundred percent, yes. But if this one's fun, and it's not just a screen-based ride where you're, you know, I don't know what they're doing. Are they completely gutting the inside of this thing, and it's going to be like a dark ride type system, an Omni Mover? None of that's been spoken of, so who the hell knows? I hope it's not like a small, you know, like a Spider-Man thing where it's just freaking screens all over the place and moving, crazy moving vehicles and things of that nature. Well, they did say it's not going to be 3D. No, not 3D, right. So, Mm. only time will tell on that. I mean, I don't know why that couldn't have gone somewhere else. Why couldn't they have put that like where Stitch is in the Magic Kingdom instead of taking away a ride that honestly really... as dated has a line. as dated as the great movie ride was, it was still a good attraction. I liked it. I went on it every time. It was still one of my favorite things to do in the studios, even when it was when everything was open. To me, that was like oh, an, absolutely, and they could do a massive update. Overhaul yeah, of that they could do new movies, new classic. You know, pick different classic movies, pick a few different classics. Right. You know, add whatever. Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Bring it. 30 years Do forward. A new opening movie yeah. montage. Right. Or but, start. I mean, you can still incorporate the old and the new. There's so many movies that they didn't get to do. Oh, absolutely. And there's so much that they could just update. They could do a new plot for the tour guides because. Oh, yeah. They need to. Well, <laughs> I mean... and they, they could. Also, the tour guides could just care a little bit more. It's that like, too. It's, it's like getting but... a bad Jungle Cruise skipper. It's like, oh, man, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> But they could update the entire thing with new animatronics. I mean, animatronics have come a long way, baby, in the last 30 years. Oh, absolutely. This place has been open. Feels like 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) But, But, I mean, they could do so much and just update it or do a complete overhaul without scrapping the one of the last few remnants of old Hollywood from Disney Hollywood Studios. Exactly. 100% 100% agree. And I'm not a fan of the new Mickey Mouse. That's no secret, but whatever. I mean, the, the kids have Toy Story Land. Give I know. the adults something. Something. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Something. 
I agree. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but I, I will miss that when you've gone through the entire attraction at the very end, they have that, you know, the famous scenes from all those movies. Yes. That are just coming at you on the super IMAXy big screens. I got chills every time. Yeah, I liked that too. I saw that little, all those clips together. So yeah. I will miss that. But I will too. Say la vie. Things are changing. YouTube. Gotta roll with it. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube anytime now. <laughs> it's not the same. I know. <laughs> so, uh, that's it for the studios, for the most part. Moving on, the Tron rumor finally came true as well, but not where anybody expected it to go. Well, so close. The beloved, close. The beloved uh, environment killer, <laughs> Speedway, <laughs> is going to stay, and they are uh, shoehorning this... Tron coaster, so they say, or so rumors have said, this still has not been confirmed, to the left of Space Mountain. I didn't realize there was that giant of a parcel back there, but it, but apparently if it is going in that corner, it is going to have to uh, span the train track, the steam train, which goes around that way. So we'll have a new tunnel for, this, for the steam train, and I don't know how that's going to work, because it probably is going to be a giant tunnel. I, I don't know how big this attraction is in Shanghai. I've not watched a video of it. I've seen what it's about, and I've seen, like, the loading area, but I've refrained from watching a video, and especially now that I know it's coming and I'll actually be able to ride it without flying across the world, I'll refrain from watching a ride video until it's actually built. So I, I just, you know, the logistics of that will be interesting. So, I, you know, who knows? I, I don't know if, if that means they're going to eliminate that shop that comes out of that you get dumped out of out of space mountain if that partially has to be used to that you know it's gonna probably be a pretty busy area of the park now okay i am looking at a google maps render it's the actual flyover map yeah huh there is a wooded area if you're you know looking at space mountain like you're walking into it there's a wooded area kind of at the 11 o'clock yes area and that's kind of nestled between the Speedway and World Drive. Yep. I guess that's kind of but where that the... doesn't look like what the renderings are. Sure. Not that anything ever ends up looking like the renderings. So sure. the renderings make it look like it's where the loop loop of the Speedway is between Dumbo and Space Mountain. Right. That's which... what the renderings look like. That's what it that sounds... That would be gone. That's what it seems like. Because people are saying that it's going to impact that walkway that comes from Storybook Circus and that where all the smokers mm -hmm. hang out now that goes around past right. there. So from what you're saying, Melanie, that's what it leads me to believe. But I had seen other maps where people had drew, drew like a thing next to Space Mountain, you know, everybody, like everybody did with, with the whole Brazil thing. So, you know, until they put something point, out. What's the point of the speedway if you take out that one part of the loop because then there's no right. speedway if they're going to shorten it know. if and that's like and that's the second time they've shortened it because they shortened it one other time i don't remember right. when because it was it was a lot lot longer but yeah it's it, it could either go in that wooded area kind of if you're you know looking at the entrance to space mount that's kind of like at the 10 11 o'clock right area or and then at that rate it wouldn't impact any of the anything speedway. right right well right the, the rendering i but, see shows the pathway going back behind so the pathway that currently goes from Storybook 
Oh, uh, whatever. Circus. Yeah, Fantasyland. So, like, by the Barnstormer. The yeah, back, up the to Space path. Mountain. The entrance will right be right there off of that pathway. Oh, okay. So it is... So it's literally sits above the tracks, and it looks like the whole thing is elevated. I believe so. Well, because some of it's inside and some they of it's outside, I've heard. Right. Speedway. Well, and no, that's... it actually sits behind, according to this picture. But huh. again, until it gets built, you don't know. Right. You don't know, because the one that they've already built has some semi-open to the outside areas. Right. You right. actually load outside in, in mm -hmm. Shanghai. Okay. So some areas are kind of outside, but covered. Right. If that makes sense. Yep. And other areas are completely inside. So who knows how it's going to end up working. We shall see. Once we start seeing... Absolutely. I'm sure we'll start seeing sight balloons at some point, as, mm -hmm. they, as they tend to do before they start <laughs> anything. So. Stitch's Great Escape survived. Yeah, Stitch's Great, which I guess was a shocker exactly. to everybody. Shocker. Yeah, I don't get it, but has nine lives, y'all. Well, you know what the thing is? I was listening to the retro WDW podcast, and, and uh -huh. so their thing is they only go over attractions and stuff that happened from opening day to 1989. So they were uh -huh. the, the episode they had this month was, which was fitting for most of this, is they went over uh, Flight to the Moon and Mission to Mars. Right. In Walt Disney World. So, and their point was, which I guess if you think about it, it's such an oddly shaped area, and that room, if you think about it, you walk in ground level, you go and see the little pre-show thing, and then when you walk into the theater, you're stepping down. You're going down into a hole. So uh -huh. depending on how the logistics and how that was built, like if it's not right. just – if there's no utilidors that run under it and there's nothing – you know, and it's like attic space up, up above it because then you have the people mover – and, and other sorts of other things, it, they could be caught between a, a rock and a hard place to what they can actually put there. Like, they may be limited to be to do something circular. It's like, I don't know right. what else is around. So that's that was kind of their point on it. They could it. stick a stitch meet and greet in there and it'd be a better use of space. Anything. Uh, uh, and anything, Rich. Yeah, no, you're 100% correct. Because the Merchant of Venus is right there, that it could be, it should, unless there's, like, load-bearing walls in there, that they could right. put an exit from whatever they do into the, the Merchant shop. of Venus because right. you know they love to exit you through a gift shop. Right. Well, you have Merchants of Venus and then right between the and then you got the little ice cream shop and then you got Mickey Star Traders mm -hmm. right there. So you got mm -hmm. two stores that I will say used to have two totally unique gifts mm -hmm. in both of them and now they're probably both the same. I haven't been in either one in they years. Kind of are. Yeah. So pretty much you know, do you really need two of them there? So if they can incorporate one of those spaces into a show space or some sort of attraction. Who knows? I don't know. Anybody can armchair Imagineer any any of this stuff, but I mean, clearly they're not worried That's about. What we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you. Clearly, they're not worried about it. They're like, ah, it's there. We open the doors. If people come in, people come in. It's not like they right. need a, they they need two cast members, one at the front door and one where people load. So it's not. Right. It's easy to staff. It's easy to staff, and it's it could be somewhat of a people eater during busy times. I'm sure there's still people that enjoy it. There's always first timers. Those are the people. I was gonna say those are the people who don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Oh, I I know someone here local to me who loves loves the stitch thing. <laughs> so people must love it. I told her we were no longer friends, but. Mm. <laughs> but no, no, not at all. But it it survives. Yeah. So what's next on the Magic Kingdom? That's roster? it. That was well, the it. theater. Oh, that's right, the theater. 
That's right. I'm glad you said it because that's not on my list. <gasps> so yes, I guess they are planning a theater for somewhere on Main Street. I believe on the little side street that used to be called Center Street. Or I think that's what people are thinking. I don't know if this is going I've to heard. be like a theater. It's supposed to resemble a, a theater, I guess, from Walt's hometown in Marcellus. Oh, I've like, heard it was going it's to Kansas get behind. City thing, right? Or Kansas, right. So I don't know if there's going to be a live show in there. Is it going to be like the preview thing that they do at Epcot now? You know, kind of vague on what type of theater it's going to be. It was very vague. If we're getting... They need something kind of like... A live like action, like... Finding Nemo the Musical or Beauty and the Beast that can hold, you know, 1,500. The Indiana Jones massive theater can hold 2,000. I don't think it'll be that big. But something like Nemo that can hold, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 guests four or five times a day and get those people off the attractions, get them off the streets, so to speak. Right. And into a show that's going to keep them in that containment area for... You know, ninety minutes, an hour to ninety minutes. Yep. So, absolutely, something that can move the people in mass. Because right now, your only options for live entertainment, like show entertainment, is in front of the castle. Right. And if it's raining, because that never happens in Florida, <laughs> no castle. Show. No castle so they show. Need something that is indoors, temperature controlled, and can go off rain or shine multiple times a day. Yep. I, I tell that's you, something that Magic Kingdom is lacking. I tell you what would be great, and it would fit the theming of, because all those would be great, but it's kind of out of place on Main Street. So in, well, in maybe. Well, according to everything I'm reading, it's not going to be on Main Street. It's going to be kind of behind. No, they say it's going to be on jewelers. Center Street. Yeah, Center Street is, so Center Street is, if you're walking down Main Street, there's, mm-hmm. you can go to the right a little bit, and it used to be on the left too before they did the whole um, the redo emporium, the right? Where they so yeah, if it's going to be on Looking Center at Street, Google Maps from above, you can see where they made the new roof on the emporium. Right? Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. You totally can. So oh yeah. So I believe it's going to kind of encompass or take up some of that area where now they divert you during the parades and they dump you out behind all the buildings and then you come uh-huh. out exactly you come out by That's the hat what shop a lot of the unofficial people are saying is yeah. they're going to basically take out that end piece where yeah. the street mm-hmm. is and you're going to walk down that way to it. get to the theater to get to this theater back there. right and there's like a cast but, member parking lot back there yeah it's all shows move. yeah it's all behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. there's plenty of space back there one of those shows would be type shows would be great, but I think like something if they wanted to theme it towards that area, even though I guess it's not technically on Main Street now, it would be some sort of not magic show, but like a like a vaudeville type act or something from that time period that was kind of like a slapstick, either a comedy show or like mm-hmm. a, not a stunt show. Like I can't think of the right words. Like a, a combination of all that stuff, like you know, dog and pony trick type thing, but but amped up and not corny. So that I don't know that that's where my mind went when I first heard show and Main Street, but that may not be something that keeps people's attention. So it could that could be a one and done thing. So I guess you do anything with the characters, or you throw I'm any sort of guess character it's thing. It's going to be something more like what you see on the cruise line. That I'd be fine with that too, because those cruise line yeah, shows are fantastic. Yeah, or a combo show that incorporates several characters. Maybe they're characters that Walt created. Right, right, right. Your type, type thing, but we'll maybe they'll bring villains tonight to land. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, anything will be cool. Anything anything new would be great. <laughs> well, Villains Tonight is ending its run on the dream. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. That's right. Yeah, because the Beauty yes, and the... I'm... Beauty and the Beast show is, I guess, is that where that's going? For the yeah, cruise line? Yeah, the Beauty and the Beast show will take over for Villains tonight. Okay. It's only ending its run on the Dream, right? Because isn't it on another ship? I've seen it several times, so I must have seen it on other ships. I can't place it right now which ship. That's too many shows. And too I think many it's ships on the Wonder as well. It might have been... Yeah, I, I, I want to say. Anyway. Oh no, no, that was the dream I saw it on. But I said, <laughs> "No, I just saw it last year," and I'm like, "Duh, that was on the dream." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. But you can still see a bootleg of it on YouTube. Not that I'm encouraging that. Of course you can. <laughs> I'm not encouraging that. Whatever. No, whatsoever. not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right, so moving along, let's head on over to Epcot now. We heard. Some of the smaller ones are China's. They're going to update the movie in China. So that's good because that one's lacking and old. <laughs> so <laughs> a new movie with updated, uh, hopefully digitized, uh, still a 360, you know, with new, newer scenery and probably better just shots of historic and ancient Chinese culture and uh, a new narrator, I would assume. So we'll see what that's about. That's I'm I'm pretty cool. I, I go and see those those movies. I like them. So we'll see what that's is. Yeah, because that's a pretty landlocked pavilion. They can't really add to it. No, there's not much they can do to that one, right? No. Or it's got canal locked, so to speak. Right, canal locked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the one of the bigger ones for World Showcase was uh, a Ratatouille type attraction. I guess they're pretty much a direct copy of what there is in Disneyland Paris which is it's basically a screens ride more or less where you're shrunk down to the size of of Remy and you're kind of getting chased through the kitchen at uh, Gaston's restaurant so and I guess it's a trackless system over there and which makes it pretty cool from what I've heard I have not seen it I've never watched a video of it I've heard that it's pretty amazing, and it's pro- the, one of the most popular rides in Disneyland Paris right now. So if that's the case, I'm very excited about that because I really – the French Pavilion I walk through other than, than to go see Impressions de France, which I really enjoy the film and the soundtrack to the film. But I don't really spend much time there. I don't enjoy French food, and I don't like perfume. So The mimosas are lovely. Well, there's always the alcohol, but I don't that's have to – the gray goose slushies. Right. You know. You know, I'm not a huge you know, pastry like my person. My grown-up So, but I also heard on top of that that there's like a huge expansion. Like the whole pavilion is getting like triple the size. Like they're trying to make. I guess they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna get rid of all the like the little shops and streets that are back towards that way. But they're supposedly supposed to be redoing that whole thing to make it more like authentic Parisian streets, like with more, I guess full-size shops or better shop fronts instead of like the facades like they're really supposed right. to be really doing it up back there for some they've got space yeah no there yeah, is a ton, ton of space over there space. yeah ton On of both space sides and towards the rear well yep. one side but yeah. to a canal but if right you go but to the back inside there's space there if you go between morocco yes and france there's and france, plenty of room plenty there of room well. Yeah, just because of the way the lot is situated on that bend, I guess mm-hmm. it's just a lot of room. So, you know, good good for that. I mean, if it makes it more interesting to stroll through and there's more stuff to to look at and check out and hang out, then I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for any oh, yeah. good expansion of Epcot. 
We did not get a so. we did not get a new pavilion as many had speculated, which I'm fine with because if we did, Brazil was not the one I really cared to have because there's many more interesting ones than Brazil, <laughs> in my opinion. But oh, I'd be fine with Brazil, but. I think that they have something up their sleeve. I can't imagine I them not think they putting do too. a new pavilion somewhere. I just think they're staying hush-hush on it. Yes. And maybe they won't announce it until Expo 2019, or maybe they will announce it at the anniversary event or at some point. But I think they have a new pavilion up their sleeve. I just can't see how they don't. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I'm hoping when I am there with Milford for the 35th anniversary in a couple of months that maybe they will do it then. Which would Maybe. be fantastical. Yeah, they've got lots of places they could put. I mean, there's at least three places they could put a new pavilion. Right. Or ex- easily. Or expand a lot more on existing ones and add. Since Frozen is, you know, broke the proverbial. <laughs> oh, I lost my train of thought. Has has broke broke the, broke the bank. Yeah. Broke, yeah. yeah. Broken into the the you know keeping World I Showcase like authentic. Scene. I think it's kind of, and now Ratatouille's going in. I think yeah. all bets are off now with, with movie-related, you know, cultural r- attractions going in there. You know, Donald has infiltrated the Grand Fiesta, but we also heard that that could possibly become a Coco attraction when that movie comes out. But that was not spoke about at the D23, and so that's overlayable. I mean, that that's a pretty easy attraction to change with all those screens. They could change that without much. It could be plussed too. They, they they could not just yeah. make it a screen thing because they did take quite a bit of stuff away when it from when it was El Rio de Tiempo. It was a little more culturally immersive than chasing Donald Duck on a serape through like. Or the even ho- a pavilion. I'd like to see a pavilion maybe that just encompasses an area, like a geographic area, so to speak. Maybe three right. or four different countries in one pavilion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. So if they're not going to get a sponsorship per se from one particular company, maybe a region that's underrepresented, I think would be a fun thing. Agreed. Something new. Yeah. So I I think a regional pavilion would fit in well. Gotcha. Even something African. Africa is obviously underrepresented in World Showcase. I think it's glaringly underrepresented. Oh, big time. So maybe something that's just, you know, has different aspects of the hundreds of cultures on that one continent. They could pick a few. Oh, absolutely. And put them in one pavilion and represent many cultures in one place. I think that would be a wonderful use of that space. Absolutely. Between China and Germany. You are a hundred percent right. Yeah. So, Cause I mean, you yeah. have Morocco, but I mean, just think about it. If they did like you said, and they had some sort of uh, something from South African, something North or African something... or Egyptian. I mean, if, imagine if they exactly. had like a, pyramids or you know a sphinx type exhibit and stuff like that'd be that'd be awesome right and and you wouldn't have to lure people into it to, to for educational purposes or anything else because people love that stuff i mean i know i do you know i know my kids like that stuff too if we happen to pass something on tv history channel or whatever like oh my god you know what is it you know that stuff is fascinating even to this day especially now when they're you know uncovering more and more stuff about it so plenty of room for fun stuff. I just can't believe that they don't have a plan in place for an addition. I just think they're yeah, keeping definitely. it a secret. I agree. All right. So moving on, I guess, to the to the two biggie Future ones. World. Future World. So Mission Space is getting, which I believe is happening this week or next week. They've updated the missions. They're, they're made one, I guess, that's a more kid-friendly one. And then I guess they're still keeping 
so there'll still be a spinning and not spinning, but I believe they're changing the the movie or the sequence of of what happens. So we'll see what Are that's all about. Are we keeping Lieutenant Dan? Do not know. I hope so. Do not know. I love Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I heard. I hope so too. But I heard that they're changing the whole video out. I believe the whole thing is yeah. Pre-show the whole nine yards is getting redone. So. We'll but I was see. just excited when Soren kept Patrick Warburton for the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was Oh, me too. Clearly, clearly so was he because he was pretty sh- I still have the I still I have the saved tweets. Show, it was the same. <laughs> oh yeah, when he he said I didn't fake my own death, like I yeah. really didn't know. Yeah, I have those yep. too. I saved him. Well, because he liked or he responded cuz I said something about I said glad to see that you stayed uh you know, you're the only flight at flight attendant or something like that that I ever want to see on this and he liked my tweet so I saved it I screenshotted that life made (laughs) pretty much yeah I can't Can't top that that can't top that (laughs) so right I would too so yes and we need to have lieutenant Dan stay in mission space I agree so we'll see what happens there so we have that and staying on the space thing there was plans announced for an entirely space themed restaurant adjacent to mission space so what is adjacent to mission space (laughs) the wonders of life pavilion pavilion. so if they're not going to use that pavilion bye-bye right which listen i'm fine with if they're utilizing a space-themed restaurant and and from what i've heard a la similar to how what they did inside of be our guest with the windows that make it look like it's snowing so you're like Mm -hmm. you're in that world so this is going to be something of that nature, I believe, where it's like you're actually floating through space in a space station or you are you're not going to be looking outside at, at Florida palm trees when you're inside this restaurant, which I am one thousand percent all about. And I my, think it looks so cool. And my daughter yeah. is going to flip her lid because she is oh, yeah. all about the space stuff. She loves, oh, yeah. loves, loves that space thing. The rendering shows a round restaurant, and that's yes. a very round space. It's a giant so. dome. Yeah. Yes. So but while I'm plenty of space in the backside of it as well. So yes, absolutely. I think yeah, because that that's a small a footprint use of that space. It absolutely will, and I'm. I'm on board. I'm on board. Well, I'm sad that you know Wonders of Life is gone. It's been gone for so long that. You know, <laughs> there's nothing to miss. Anymore. My, my stages of grief. Mm, seven, yeah. eight stages yeah, of grief. I know. Done. My it's only gone. issue is that means there's going to be one more decision I have to make about food in Epcot. Like, but this I already is a, have a hard enough time. But this is in Future World. They've never had a real restaurant in Future World, so I'm glad that they're putting it there because a th- themed restaurant in Future World, actually, you know, for once it makes, like, the most sense. It's actually... Oh, yeah. It to- 100% belongs there, but I got you, yeah. Because you know Any that's that's, that's going to be impossible to get near. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's going to be super popular. Oh, yeah. So, and then going on right next to that, since everything's changing in Future World West, Ellen's Ellen Energy Adventure Adventure is also closing on the 13th of August. So they lumped that right in with Great Movie Ride. They were like, all right, peace. (laughs) The sad part is, is most people probably aren't sad to see that one go. No, most people are not. The only thing I'm sad about is is just one more of the original. Even though I know it was not the original show, the the dinosaur part and the ride vehicles and the building itself are still. It's one more piece of original Epcot that's going away. Which yes, but most people think this one needs to go. <laughs> well, it does. I agree. The show as it is is yes, it is 
vastly outdated. The message it's it it's sending is just not relevant anymore. So I, I completely get it. And for what's going there, while it's probably against <laughs> everything I've ever preached about coming to Epcot, still excited. <laughs> I'm I, I can't help but be excited because I just love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I just I can't you know I can't apologize for it. Does anyone else think that from the sky view of the Universe of Energy building itself, it looks like an Infinity Stone? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> See, it's in the cards. Well, and it looks like they're going to keep the building, right? I mean, I the, believe the they're rendering they show so. shows the energy, yeah. black, energy Look, building. Look, if they so. can keep the Tower of Terror in Disney California Adventure and turn it into a Guardians attraction, right. they, they can yeah. keep this. the Universe of Energy building. And this is... A huge show building. It is yeah. massive. Think about the they attraction. They can do some stuff with that square footage. Think about the theater cars and how big they are, and all that scene that it that it takes you through the beginning, the pre-show, the ride, the theater at the end. That is a massive, massive area. That yeah, I hopefully. And it's a massive people mover slash holder. It will, will. It will be people. now, man. That's that's gonna hold some people, and I. We don't know. It's. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a roller coaster, which I am super excited about that as well. Because oh yeah, I'd rather it be an experience. I'd rather it be an experience, and it seems like that's what it's gonna gear towards. They're gonna. It's kind of gonna stay in the spirit of Epcot. I'm sure it'll have some sort of energy-related thing, being space, Infinity Stone, trying to get fuel for ships, or who knows? Rocket who knows? stole some more batteries. Rocket stole some batteries. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the possibilities Bad are kind of endless. Panda. That's right. So, <laughs> so much worse. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a lot of people are, are happy that Ellen is leaving, but not happy about what's going in. But, hey, listen, I can't be aggravated about this. I think it's, I think it's great. I think, I think you said, they already broke the dam, right? Like, movies are a part of Epcot now. They were super smart to pick that one because it's the only Marvel thing they can do now. Right. Pretty much. And the theming. And it's super popular with adults. Like, yeah. I think so many people were ticked off about the Frozen thing because they've been watching Frozen nonstop for two years. Right. But I could watch Guardians nonstop for two years and be okay with that. Because as much as fun as it is for kids, there's so much adult humor and stuff thrown in there that it's like a generation bridger, you know? Yeah. So totally. Definitely. So I, I'm yeah, I'm absolutely. excited about that, and the fact that they're keeping with the Epcot spirit, so to say, is even more exciting to me too. So we'll see what that brings. Maybe it'll be a bunch of little multi things in that whole building, kind of like a la Wonders of Life was. Could be even if they do a Star Tours type simulator attraction or something like that. It's like a smaller version in an area, and then they have other exhibits and, and multi-things to do, kind of like Innoventions was supposed to be. It could be something like that as well, which would be fantastic too, because then you're like, you could lose half a day in there, and it'd be awesome. And then go eat at the spaceport next door. Ah, happy, Call it a day. Happy man. Happy man. Uh, yeah. would be good. So. Super good. That is that. And then... Interventions. Well, Interventions is, I guess, supposed to be demolished. They didn't really touch too much yeah, on that. You know, they had the artist rendering that they have of that whole area behind Spaceship Earth, the whole plaza and everything else, was kind of hard to figure out 
I mean, the monorail track is, I mean, if you look at the picture, it's kind of weird, but you can see where the monorail track comes around, and that's what you kind of got to use as your judge. It looks like the fountain is still there. It just seems like they're opening everything up. Lots of planters, other little smaller fountains, kind of where those two breezeways were that led you into either side of Future World, East or West. So if they're opening all that up, I'm cool with that too, because, you know, if they're updating the theme and then bringing Future World into the future, then... You know, uh -huh. water features are great. I'm glad about that. As long as we don't lose the little sparkling sidewalks and, and the, mm -hmm. the fiber optic things, which, or put more of them, I'd be happy with that too. Yeah. You know, so. I, I lost my rendering, so I had to pull up a new one. Yeah, it's very, it's very confusing it's and vague. It's very confusing yes. and vague, right? Which is probably done on purpose because. They may not know. They may not know until they start doing stuff. But I know we had talked about it earlier in the week. If you're looking at the Google's map, the Google's map. Really, the Google map of it. The top of Disney needs to realize, and I'm sure they do, that the flyover images on Google's maps are a thing, and the mm -hmm. tops of their buildings look awful. Yeah. <laughs> they need to paint and them and wash and them. You can't and... really see the Mickey at Hollywood Studios anymore. No, I know no, it doesn't. So, it doesn't work anymore. Disney, if you're listening, please clean the roofs of your buildings because everybody <laughs> heads to Google. Maps to plan their trips these days, and That's right. looking at the tops of your dirty buildings, and that kind of kills the fantasy. <laughs> well, hey, an innovant is like the worst offender, so I can see them just demolishing it instead of just painting on the top of that building. Oh, God, but they really do get bad, and some of the new buildings don't look as bad, but the older ones really look bad on top. They look moldy. Thirty-five years ago, in Florida, it wasn't. Test track looks lovely. Well. It's been redone in the exactly. mid nineties. Still twenty what? years ago, but what is that worm shaped building behind the UK pavilion? I don't want to sidetrack mm -hmm. us too long, but I've been looking at that for a week and I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't have the image in front of me, so I don't know. Alright, we'll have to put that it on the kind of looks like an L, that one? I don't yeah. know. The building behind it's got an ATM in it. We'll put a... Oh, isn't that that's the place where they did the uh Millennium Village, sound... wasn't it? No, that's over between that's right between Canada and the UK, but that's kind of like... Uh, it's in the backstage area. It, it is. Yeah. It may be L-shaped. I'm not sure. It's one giant yeah, it's open room. When yeah, you're, when like you're in it, it's a, just area. a big room. It is between UK and Canada. Okay, then that, yeah, yeah that, w that was the old Millennium Village then, yes. Okay. That's what that is. They still use yeah, that. Yeah, they've, they've done a couple things in there. They did a Pixar meet and greet one year. They do okay. the they do DVC events in there for the holidays as well, or they used to. Yeah, that's right. get back there. There's there's a walkway. There's there's two giant gates. If you go where Canada ends before you get to the UK, there's like a coffee cart right there, and there's a big open area. And if you walk back there, there's two huge gates that open up that are always closed. So yeah. unless you, it just yeah, that's usually where I hang out to watch Illuminations. So. Okay. All, All right. right. So, so that's that. Anything coming for Animal Kingdom? Did it say anything else? Is, right? Nope. Because we just got the Pandora. They're done. And the, they're done. They're done. Their time to shine is over. Good. <laughs> they're in the spotlight because it's the only friggin' park now that nothing's going on at. <laughs> they're not building it's anything wonderful. there anymore. I know, right? So yeah, Animal no Animal Construction. Animal Animals Kingdom is uh, Animal Kingdom's at the top of the list now for uh, <laughs> for, for parks. Yeah. For I parks. enjoy Animal Kingdom. So yeah, definitely. Me too. New resort. A uh, Yeah, 
a Star Wars resort and a DVC resort. But the DVC one, I believe, is just the name they're going to give what they're doing over at... Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach. So it's going to be called the Disney Riviera. Yeehaw. Another DVC resort. So I'm a DVC member. Put into member. the limited space of That's another right. resort. Sharing exactly. the food court, sharing the pool, sharing uh, the I don't know space. about... I don't know about that, because this is supposed to be new buildings in the middle well, of it. I'm sure they'll add a pool, but they'll still be sharing the space. They may... I'm sharing sure they'll... Sharing the bus stops. Well, there's going to be a gondola, too, now. So there you go. Perfect segue. Well, only... Oh, yeah. Gondola. So the this... Disney Skyliner. The Disney Skyliners. How 50s. Oh, I'm not excited about that at all. Me neither. The weather is going to shut that down so, so fast. fast. Every time and there's lightning. How many times have I gotten stuck on a monorail lately? A ridiculous <laughs> amount of time. Every time it pulls out of the station. The monorails. Right. Like, let's do that first. Like, if they but I don't want to be they were gonna stuck the- on a gondola. If these, you know, I know they work at ski resorts and they have them climbing up these mountains in San Francisco and other places where they have these giant things you can go on these gondola rides. But if it's meant to be some sort of a mass transit fix for the buses to alleviate that, it's not going to work. I just don't. If if they're saying about eight to ten per cab, you still have to load and unload these things. I mean, I remember the old they Skyway. Don't look that big. Well, that, well, I know, but that's that's I think was what was the hearsay was up to 10, or I think it was 8 to 10 per cab. Now, the old Skyway that used to go from Fantasyland, where their tangled bathrooms are, all the way over to Space Uh Mountain, only held four. Right. And that thing moved along fairly well. It it turned once or twice, because it made like the loop around. But it wasn't Uh very quick, and you had... it's not meant to be mass transit. No. And you have to be ready to get on the thing, because it doesn't stop. It's like a ski lift. (laughs) Now, I've never been on a ski chairlift, but, like, the thing was, it didn't slow down so then people could get on. Like, it was moving at a, kind of like an Omnimover. But you had to step into this thing quick, and then the cast member closed the door, and on your way you went. You know, so... My other thing about it is it's going to drive up the cost of Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach. And Art of Animation is already barely... Right. A value. A value. Is. Right. And Pop Century is the other most expensive value. Right. So yeah. that gets on my nerves a little bit too. Uh, you know, if they raised the price point because of this, then that would be pretty crappy. I know they have to pay for it somehow. But they're going to have to because somehow. the demand is going to go up because there are going to be people going, oh my gosh, I can't ride the gondola. And I don't know. Supposedly, the stops of these things are going to be opposite of where you pick the buses up, so there's not so many people on the same spot. So I guess, from what I was hearing was, you have that bridge that they used to call the Generation Gap Bridge that went over what was used to be called Hourglass Lake, which connected the two resorts. So when Pop Century first came online, because it's it's 50s through 90s or 2000s, whatever the hell it is, where Art of Animation is now was supposed to be from the 1900s to the 1940s. Right, so right. obviously that didn't pan out because when they built that, that's when everything slowed down and that's why it never got finished. And then they decided to do the art of animation. So I don't know if they renamed the lake and the bridge, but I guess supposedly there's a, supposed to be a stop there. And then at the studios at Epcot and the Caribbean beach, how it's all going to work. I don't know. It, it seems like more of an attraction than, than a fix for transportation, but then again, we'll see what happens when they get it online. We could all be wrong, and it could be this wonderful thing that... I mean, yeah. I don't know. And Who as knows? much as I'm complaining about it, I would totally ride it. Like... Yeah, I mean, I would too. I, I don't... the idea of 
writing above everything, you know, that bird's eye view. Right. Like, that's really intriguing to me. Yes. But like once and then done. Yeah. I mean, if it, I very rarely stay at any of those resorts because being a DVC member, so I, yeah. I wouldn't use it for that. But if they have something that goes from Epcot to the studios, that I would be cool with. Yeah. Even though you can walk or take a boat, I believe. Yeah, you can. Well, this isn't going to Epcot, right? Yes, I believe so. Oh, International Gateway. International Gateway. And that... Interesting. It's already... And I believe the pylons and towers and stuff are already under construction for this thing. So, from what I've heard. I knew they were in Caribbean Beach. I didn't know they were at yeah. Epcot. It's going to come to the back door there, yeah. Yes, sir. So, we'll see. So, like anything else, we'll see what happens. But it's always fun to speculate. And I guess the biggie, as far as resort, is they're planning a Star Wars resort off near... Uh, the studio somewhere which yeah where is that gonna go i don't know but beyond the fact where it's gonna go none of us will ever step foot inside that place because it's supposed to be an all immersive experience so you get in there there's like costuming you can get and it's same thing with the windows and things like that like you're you're out of the outside world it'll almost be like you can just have your vacation at this hotel supposed to be all inclusive with characters cast members in costumes that have roles and and role-playing things and such. But I believe the price point starts around $1,000 a night. <gasps> no. That's what I've I'll heard. I'll save up no. the money. That's what I've heard. Where did I, you see that? I heard... I'm curious. I was listening to Tiki Talk podcast. and Like maybe as a part of the whole experience? Like to be a part of the live-action role-play thing? I think that's the only way it's going to be is what it sounded Where, like. They, you that, can't stay there without... It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's it, that's what it's going to be because it's not going to be huge. Like it's not going to be like a whole ton of rooms. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be an idea that's already in in existence in California. I don't remember where it is. There's a Star Trek resort oh, in is California there? where you pay money and you actually become a Star Trek officer and okay. you spend your whole day role playing Star Trek. That is not why I go to Disney World. No, me neither. Now things may it it but may if I had it may change. Dollars, I would totally do this. It may and change I would totally as role it goes play along. Star Trek before I did Star Wars and <laughs> Just saying. Just don't give me the red shirt. I guess you can. Oh, no red shirts. No red shirts for me, please. You know, I guess there's a light side and a dark side, and you could choose which one you want. To, you know, this is. A, I'm not sure where where he where Sean he's the the main host on it. He's a travel agent, a Disney travel agent as well. So I don't know. If all this was spoken about, I didn't do any additional research to this. I'm just going by what I had heard from them. So you can definitely go and listen to their latest episode because they spoke about just some of the high points of, of D23, just some of the bigger stuff. But that was one thing they, they talked about kind of at length because, you know, so that's where I'm getting my information from. Yeah, well, there's some posts right on the blog post on Disney blog, Disney Parks blog that says... Uh, my whole family is so excited for Star Wars to open. I put off taking a vacation to save up for the opening. Okay. I thought it would be a great to stay at the Star Wars hotel, but from what I've re- been reading, it will be very expensive. I read one estimate of a thousand dollars per two days per day. Hmm. Oh, so so okay. per family, thousand dollars for two people per day. So five hundred each. Okay, but which is more than the cruise line. Yeah, four thousand dollars for a family of four for two days at the hotel. Oh, I mean, F it's that. ridiculous. I'm not even trying to like say that it's not that. ridiculous, but a night at one of the deluxe resorts at peak times can be six, seven hundred dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. you're yeah if you're hitting the poly or Grand Floridian around Christmas time, yeah. yes, you're close to seven hundred. Hell, so, bu- the bung the bungalows are twenty five hundred a night. Right, exactly. So there's clearly a market for this. They know oh, the yeah. culture is out there, and some of them got money coming out their ears. They're not going to have problems filling it up. Just the common folk like yeah. us who really, really want to do it and would have more fun than, not to say we're have more fun than than people who are of wealth, but. Boy, I tell you, they're they're missing a big market if they're not going to have two stages of it. Cause, and you're going to have a lot of angry people, is what you're going to have. But, you know, I will say this, while I think it's really cool, that's, again, not something that I'm super interested in. Because, again, when I go on vacation, like, I don't want expectations of me. No, like, me neither. I don't want a job. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a job. Exactly. Yeah. I want to just- how into so 24 it? Twenty-four hours of immersion is a lot. That's a lot. And how? Like, what if I want to take a nap? And how into it are people going to be when you're dragging your your, you know, for me, I got three kids who are all shot and half asleep, coming back at the end of, you know, being in the parks all day and night, and it's eleven o'clock, and they're going to start with this stuff. I'm going to yeah. say some not nice things to you to get out of my way so I can get to my room. And they're just going to be in <laughs> character, and you're just going to be like, Listen, yeah, just yeah, chill out. no. <laughs> If you you want to role play, role play a six pack up to my room right. so I can relax. <laughs> and I guess my other question is, are they building this on both coasts? I because that I did not hear that. Comments no. here about them building it in California as well, but I didn't think that was the case. There's not no is there space in California. There's, yeah, I don't there, think so. There is space for a fourth hotel, and they have announced a fourth hotel, but it's just going to be a generic kind okay. of you know basic like luxury hotel so i i can't imagine there's room anywhere else for star wars unless they did it a decent distance from the property which wouldn't really work with the whole 24 hour immersion, immersion. Thing, so. no not at all <laughs> not Granted, at all i say that i wouldn't do this but you know if they made a harry potter hotel every year, <laughs> every second. So. Oh, well, you know if, yeah you know if they do this with star wars that's probably next I well, I, I tell you what, I don't know if you got, I know we don't talk about this much, but I did hear today through a couple people that over at uh, Universal's, they're, the last, the uh, that Dueling Dragons coaster, I guess, is closing in a couple yeah. of weeks, and I guess uh-huh. there's some new Harry Potter roller coaster or some, some sort of thing going over there, so I, I don't going know anything about it. I don't, I don't really don't, either, I do know it's going in Hogsmeade, though. That's all I know about it. There's that. Yay! I never rode that. Sorry crazy ass thing when it when it opened because I was I that was beyond it's, my it's decent it's not the best thing I've ever written I guess when it yeah. first opened it was better than it is now I guess now it's called Dragon Challenge it used to be yeah, Dueling Dragon I remember to, because they used to go at the same time and they went and they would come like right next to each other going opposite yeah. directions because I yeah. think my wife we weren't married at the time but I remember I think her and my brother wrote it or she wrote it I definitely didn't to hell with that <laughs> I did I've ridden it both ways okay but still, it's only a. Yeah, right, right. That's what I heard too. So anyway. Sorry. Off no, no, no. That's okay. No, that's fine. Well, <laughs> I started it. <laughs> um, so I guess the last thing over at Disney World, and this is just absolutely ridiculous, is these idiotic-looking minivans that they have now on property. Now, I we all heard once Uber and Lyft become super, became popular of people using on property that Disney was going to be trying to implement their own. But seriously, you got to ride around in polka dot minivans. And beyond that, they're charging for them. And they're twice as expensive 
Well, BS. I don't well, have yeah, to be expensive like as Uber. $20 <laughs> per it's way. It's flat rate. I don't right. care. And this is it's specifically ridiculous. this is specifically for hotel to hotel, resort to resort, not from yeah. not from resorts to the parks. So I this heard is... that they could go to the parks. I thought. Oh really? That okay, they would I don't have know. Access I... to places like if you're going to Magic Kingdom, that they would have access to areas like where the buses would have access to, or bus-like areas where regular, you know, right. normal car driver people wouldn't yeah, have access yeah. to, so they could drop you off closer. Not yeah, sure. I haven't the, really looked into it. But. No, yeah, I, I haven't. Is, I'm not paying gonna, twenty bucks. No, the me neither. Is, is they're going to ban Uber from the property. I don't yeah. see how. I don't know how they can get away with that. I really don't. I, don't I mean, either. because people off property. I mean, maybe they can ban them from not being able to use the cab stands on the resorts, but people from off property are going to use them. Or people who want to well, come in but, from the come in from the airport who didn't do Magical Express. So then, how else mm-hmm. are you going to get there? You got to do a mirrors or, or something else. I don't see how. I know it's private property, and they could probably could if they wanted to. But to me, that's very detrimental, especially if you're going to have your own service and charge double. Have your mm-hmm. own service and charge the same rate. Be competitive. Be competitive. Don't. I mean, you could, offer offer a better product. Yeah. Y'all yeah. know that's not Disney's way. I understand, but I mean. <laughs> but they can't ban. Yeah, I don't see how. the Ubers coming from off property. What they can do is not provide them a place to stop at the cab right. stands at the, at the they, resorts and yeah. at the parks. Right, they can't so allow you to total band. But... Right, you're right, Melanie. Because what they can do is say you can't call one to come to the Polynesian to take you over to the boardwalk. Right, you have to take our stuff. But if yes, but if you're mm-hmm. coming from the airport or if you're leaving or if you want to go to Universal or Sea World, if you're coming from off site and having a car service drive, right. To a park. To a park, right. They can't stop. They can't, they can't stop, stop you from that. doing that. No. Yeah, but I don't or think they, they can stop you from coming to the resort either. I mean, you right. don't... Um, Uber doesn't just drive to the resort and sit there and wait for somebody to call. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. That's just not the way it works. No. You get no. whatever the car is that's closest, and they may yes. still be delivering somebody to their destination. Right. Absolutely. I know, because I drive for Uber here. Cool. So we'll see how so, that all knows? plays out. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it didn't take them long but, to buy a to buy a fleet of minivans and paint them all up. So if they had the money to do that, well, Chevy, was, Chevy was probably willing to somewhere. give those away. But if I have dining reservations somewhere and it's going to take a monorail, a boat, and a and a bus, bus to get me to my reservation, it could be a two-hour trek. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A reservation I'm already paying a couple hundred dollars for, you know, that particular reservation. You know, I'm not going to think twice about calling a $20 minivan to get me there in 20 minutes instead of the two hours it would take for me to use Disney transportation. Oh, 100%. And they know that that's what's going to happen. And I would feel better as a traveler calling a minivan than using a cab service from some, you know, private cab service that Disney Mm -hmm. lets use their property. And I don't know who they are and how much they charge. Exactly. So I'm going to feel more comfortable. Sorry. No, it's okay. Go for it. A couple times I've used a cab on Disney property. I don't think I've paid twenty dollars. No, and I'm sure you won't. But that's no, not the point, right? It's that's like what we're saying. people were saying it was yeah. like average of like six to eight dollars to because mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people who they fly down there and that's how they use Uber to go everywhere unless they're at a monorail resort or walking distance to Epcot mm-hmm. or the studios. They never use the bus transportation since Uber and Lyft have come in line, and that's that's what they do. You know, now well, these but things... I mean, we've used it. We've used it to go from the furthest reach. So we've used it to go from Animal Kingdom to the Contemporary. 
right? You, on, in a cab, not in an Uber, in a cab. Right. I don't, I don't think we spent more than fifteen dollars. No, probably not, unless you sit in traffic. But did you have car seats and things like of well, that? Well, no, I didn't. So but... you know, you have a family who has two car seats, and they don't have to lug a car seat. They know mm -hmm. the car seats yeah. are going right. to be installed properly. You yes. Know, it, it's one less hassle. It definitely when you're adds with traveling with kids. Yeah, no, I get it. It definitely adds an ease of mind to because I thought that exact same thing, Melanie, when I was first heard about it and people complaining about the prices and that the other thing. I was like, you know what? Nothing against Uber and Lyft and not being prejudiced against anybody who drives for them, but you don't know who any of these people are. You, you don't know their deal. I mean, they're getting led onto this property. They're just basically strangers, more or less. At least mm -hmm. you know. Like you said, it's a safety thing. It's in the it's the all-encompassing in the bubble. So you know these people work for Disney. Exactly. They've been background checked background and the whole checked. shebang, and especially families with kids. So, you know, while we sit here and complain about the price point, like mm -hmm. you said, or, but or if you, yeah. to get from one, especially if you have one of those early morning reservations where you're staying at mm -hmm. another hotel and you have that 8 o'clock Ohana, how the hell are you getting from the, to the Polynesian from another Resort, you have to go to either the Magic. You have to go to the Magic Kingdom, and then take the monorail, and like you said, exactly. that that's an hour plus, right there. And by the time you're already paying for that, that twenty dollars for that minivan is not even going to hit your. No, you're not going to work because because yeah. and the and you're the main reason the is you're tapping egg, you're tapping your Magic Band. You're not even going to see the dollar amount. Tips probably yeah. included, and <laughs> or that's why the that's why the price is or what it is. It's not going to be tippable because you don't. Well, at twenty dollars, you don't need to tip the guy. It's probably part probably goes part right to him. You don't have so. to just like the bus drivers. You don't tip the bus drivers or the monorail pilot. Right. Or the boat captain. So it's just going to be part of it. Maybe in due time, it'll become part of the regular service if it works out well. Or like Adrian said, there'll be a price hike somewhere that will go to it. Who knows? Yeah, it, Who knows? I'd like to see more sizes of vehicles offered for that particular service. I, I would prefer, you know. The, but then it ruins the pun. That's right. That's right. Never mind. We're going to keep the... <laughs> the Ladybug mobiles and <laughs> I love the pun. That's like my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, what's that? The, the bow on top? The pun. Oh, no, the pun. No, the pun. Oh, the pun. Oh, I know. I know. That is for sure. Oh. All right. So. <laughs> All right. I that's that's it for for Walt Disneyland. Disney World. It's time for so, Jessica to shine. It's time for Jessica to shine. So do do you have? Do you have stuff? Do you, in, have, do you have stuff in front of you, or do you want me to like read off stuff, or do you already know? You I, already I know. I do have stuff, but if you'd like to read off your, go ahead. No, no, everybody's sick of me. It's all you. <laughs> we, it's true, we are. <laughs> um. Okay. So. <laughs> Love you. Uh, I know. That's <laughs> <Are you> right. <laughs> oh my god. Go, <laughs> So from what you were Same saying book. before with Galaxy's Edge, it sounds like it's pretty much exactly the same as it'll be in Disneyland. They did say that Disneyland's would open first. Yes. And then they also talked about, if you're familiar with the layout of Disneyland, there's going to be a second entrance slash exit by Critter Country. So for the first time, you'll actually be able to walk the full loop around the, river, the Rivers of America, in theory. I mean, it'll probably take years with the crowds yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, but in theory, it, it finally is a full circle. Um, but we also found out that Paint the Night 
is coming back. Yeah. But it'll be going to California Adventure instead of Disneyland. And then the Pixar Play Parade is going to Disneyland. And if anyone here is a fan of that parade, I'm very sorry. But I think the Pixar Play Parade is a mess. So I was not thrilled about that's that That's going to be the... That's a daytime parade? It's a daytime parade. So okay. they're, they're putting a nighttime parade in California Adventure um, that I assume will run right before World of Color, but they didn't say. Right. And then a, there's already a daytime parade in Disneyland called Mickey's Soundsational. So now apparently right. there's two daytime parades and no nighttime parade, which I just thought was really bizarre. I thought the electrical parade was staying. It's leaving in at the end of August. Oh, I was under the impression that... that they had two nighttime parades, one in each park now, because the like the outrage over that was the other thing. Nothing, no new parade got announced for Walt Disney World for the night, so that was like the other thing that people were shocked at. But then everybody was all fired up about two things: one, because I guess they assumed that Electrical Parade was staying and Paint the Night was just going to California Adventure, and that and the, the Twitter reaction was hysterical to me at least about the fact that the Star Wars Land. And Disneyland is opening first. Like Disney World people were complaining, and Disneyland yeah. people were like, "Really? Shut the hell up! You guys have, yeah. you guys are getting everything. Shut up and let us have this." Yeah, was basically what Disney it was. Everything. <laughs> so I just found it. I found it amusing. <laughs> you are getting a Toy Story Land, and we're getting friggin' Pixar Fest. Which, all right, all right, here we go. So, here we go. Pixar Pier. <laughs> Pixar Pier. So Pixar Fest is gonna be. As as far as I know, just a year-long event that's kind of like a an overlay that is in both parks that is basically going to kick off them bringing Pixar more into the park. Because we have Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Toy Story Midway Mania, but other than that, there's not much of a Pixar presence anywhere, which, and Monsters, Inc., there's a Monsters, Inc. ride. But, I mean, it is kind of crazy that there's this huge universe that they haven't touched. But... That is going to encompass more Pixar characters in the park. There'll be new shows celebrating Pixar, but they didn't say what those would be. And then Disneyland is going to get a brand new fireworks show that will have projections on Main Street and new music. And it'll be, I don't know if exclusively Pixar or predominantly Pixar. And I also don't know if that's replacing the current fireworks show forever or just temporarily. It's very confusing. And the big bombshell that made everybody go nuts, myself included, I will admit, was Pixar Pier. Woohoo! Now, oh my god, okay. <laughs> so let me explain, just for anyone that has not been to Disneyland, Paradise Pier is this huge, it's 14 acres, it's a land in the back of California Adventure that's basically a giant circle with a bay in the middle. And the front side has like the Little Mermaid and it has restaurants. And then the back side is like a traditional California boardwalk with California Screamin' and boardwalk games and Midway Mania. And this is going to apparently become Pixar Pier. And it's going to have, there's some concept art that looks like there's a theater coming, a confectionery maybe, and then overlays for Mickey's Fun Wheel and California Screamin'. (laughs) <laughs> and people people don't know if they'll be in, if something's going to happen to the little mermaid and there's also king triton's carousel back there nobody knows but <laughs> i i laugh because when that announcement got made a buddy of mine i follow on twitter made a picture 
of Mickey's Fun Wheel with Mike Wazowski's. Mm-hmm. Like he took the image of Mike Wazowski <laughs> from the oh, that was projected onto World Showcase when they did the the Monster Summer thing out here, and he mm-hmm. took it from that and photoshopped it onto the Fun Wheel. And was oh, like, I saw that. Did you retweet it or something? I, I think I, I, I think I might have. I think I might have. Oh, he might have not been the guy who did it, but I. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. And then whatever caption he put, <laughs> I was like, man, what a mess. Yeah. So, so Triton's carousel is going to become Dory's carousel. <laughs> right. Yeah. And... and then I think the, the speculation mm. is California Screamin' will be Dash-themed from The Incredibles. Oh, really? Well, mm. that, I guess, would be pretty cool. I have never written... I've not written it yet, so I don't know, but... I have, I have a very... I don't know what to think, because... The back of Paradise Pier, beyond between Midway Mania and where the silly swings are, if anyone is familiar with that area, oh, yeah. is, is very largely empty. There's a shop and there's just a bunch of boardwalk games that are never crowded. Right. And it makes sense for them to put a lot of Pixar stuff there. And I love Pixar, right. so I think that's a good thing. What I think is stupid is changing the name of the land to Pixar Pier because... Yeah. The whole idea of the park is still that it's, you know, a California tour and there, it can still be a, a Pixar area and be an overlay that looks like a Victorian boardwalk. Like my biggest concern with this is that it's not just that they'll add Pixar attractions and shops or whatever, because I think that's fine. But the Victorian styling is going to go away. The Little Mermaid will come down and it'll just look like this. Little Mermaid just went up. It's it's been here for a while and it's really popular, so I don't want them to touch it. I don't. It, it wasn't. I was there in 2011 and it wasn't open yet. So it didn't open the same time as Disney World's did, right? It's the same attraction, isn't it? Under the sea. It is. It's yeah. the same attraction. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. They they, are identical. I, it was the first time. It's new. I don't think they'll. But the facade them. is uh, an aquarium instead of a castle, which I feel like is really weird for. Oh a, yeah. A ride about being <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> Maybe they're already transitioning it to Nemo. That's right. I was just gonna yeah. say the same thing. The California Adventure went through this but, huge fungus refurb from 2007 to 2012 and during that they made paradise pier into this brand new boardwalk because it was really ugly and mismatched before and it didn't look right and now it's this stylized it's really pretty and it was closed in part for like five years at a time and it just seems kind of insane to me for them to undo everything and just redo it again so i'm hoping what they do this just means that they (laughs) add pixar stuff and leave it looking like a boardwalk but I hate. I think Pixar Pier is stupid as hell. That's just a terrible name. Yeah, the name you know, is the name is is pretty friggin' off. We've been feeling the pain in Epcot about them taking away the way the park was supposed to be. So now you know, Joe's turn. No, <laughs> take I, away the... it really when they added a Bugs Land and Cars Land, it really ceased to be you know about California. So I can't. Yeah. But the other you know, a Bugs Land is a really good shortcut, though. I love a Bugs Land. Just walk awesome. right through it. It's a good shortcut. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't very busy when we were there at all. Oh my god, it never is. It never Why? is. Nobody rides the choo-choo train. <laughs> Those little, well, little ones need major, a place to be. The last major announcement puts that in jeopardy, and people on Twitter went mental, saying, like, Did they you really? can't touch the choo-choo train. <laughs> Man, if, you, oh if you've God. never been on that ride, it's impossible to describe, but it is the strangest ride ever. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. I guess I gotta really get out there now before. 
It's Some just, of this stuff is gone. You can watch a ride through on YouTube, but it just won't give you the same. It's just so weird, but I love it. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last announcement, which was, you know, vague enough for everyone to freak out, was that Marvel Land is coming to California Adventure. Mm, yep. They didn't say when, they didn't say where, they didn't say what it would be. But it seems like there's two areas that are really the only choices, or maybe it's both, depending on how big it is. The first one would be that they would tear out a bug's land and then some of the backstage area behind it and use that because that's right next to the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout. So it would make sense that they're right there. And then the other one would be Hollywood land in California Adventure is one main street and then it splits in half. And on the right is the Hyperion Theater, which has a Frozen show and Mission Breakout. And then on the left is like the, they call it the backlot area. And that's where there are stages for bands to perform and choirs. And then there's Monsters, Inc. And that area is largely empty and has been for a long time since they got rid of their night show, the Mad Tea Party. And it's just kind of sad looking. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they removed that area and then kind of bumped out the border of the park a little bit. So it's possible that they'll do one of those two things, or maybe both. I don't know. But I think I think it would be stupid for them not to put Marvel in the park. Absolutely. I just, yeah. I just want to make sure that wherever it goes, it's not, you know... Like, I really do... I like bu A Bug's Land because it's an area specifically for little kids, which was a huge criticism of California Adventure when it opened, that it was too adult-centric and kids had nothing to do. And I think if they got rid of it, they would be in trouble because it would kind of return to that same, like a, a really little kid would have much more limited choices. And I just hope wherever they put it, it doesn't take away from the, the vibe of the park now because a, a lot of people that really liked California Adventure are upset because we just went through this huge redo of the entire park and people are just getting used to it now and starting to warm up to it and now it feels like they're just going to redo it again which i know is kind of how disney works but they have never done that to such an extreme in disneyland the way that they have in disney world so we're still getting used to that feeling but yeah uh, the marvel land and the pixar pier are kind of the two big things in disney that everyone's freaking out about there was different attractions they were going to add too like a spider-man and an avengers they said, they said Spider-Man and the Avengers would be in this new Marvel world. But oh, they it would just be part of it? Means. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Because right now they just do meet and greets in Hollywoodland and Black Widow and Hawkeye have, like, it's not quite a show, but they come out in a car and they kind of talk to people and do, like, stunts, but right. they don't have any. Other than Guardians of the Galaxy, there's no Marvel attraction or show of any kind, really. Which you would think, because they can, on that coast that I, I know there is a, a limitation of space without getting rid of older stuff to put this stuff in but that's got to be something they probably would love to cash in on especially since they can out there i mean oh, i'm they, sure if they'd be insane not to i mean yeah. it's just it's think about how much money those movies make they would just oh, I know. ridiculous that there's not more yeah no you're right you're right but i guess it's just you know, where to where to put everything i guess yeah I think the biggest thing right now is everyone's just panicking of where is it going to go? No yeah. one seemed that upset about the announcement because even the people that were really upset about, like me, the mission breakout kind of accept, obviously, this is something Disney has to do. So now it's not so much, I don't want any more Marvel as much as just where is yeah. it going to go? And is yeah. it going to ruin something that I like that's already there? 
Right. What's yeah? What's what's got to go to the wayside so I can get the new cool stuff? Exactly. Yeah. I could say it's somewhat similar to to here, but it's not. It's maybe an Epcot. That's about the only thing because it seems like what's what's going to leave there so then we can get the new the new kid on the block. I don't know. I feel like the outrage stuff. It's always like crazy, super reactionary. Like I was thinking to myself today at work. I was like, you know, you know, Disney's they don't do anything in in the order they do it in f- without lack of reason. So like the week before D23, they dropped the bomb with with the pirates stuff and oh, we're getting rid of this classic icon- iconic scene because everybody's up in arms about, you know, selling women as brides and human trafficking and whatever the hell you want to call it. And then the next week after that, it's everything that everybody's been waiting for for the past six months. So now you don't hear nothing about pirates anymore because that's not that doesn't matter. It's old news. It's like, oh, oh well, yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't see the red. You know, I can't buy a redhead anymore. But goddamn, I'm getting a new theater and we're getting <laughs> this and we're getting that. You know what I mean? You know, Star Wars Hotel and. And yeehaw. Yeah. So it's and sometimes I think that they, they make these vague statements just to gauge people's reactions. Because 100%. I think they were very strategic in not saying where Marvel Land was going to go. And they kind of, I don't know if they floated the two possible locations or fans just did. But I think, I'm sure that they gauge how people are reacting and saying what they want and tweaking it. So I'm, I'm guessing they're watching to see how people are reacting. And I thought I saw... Somebody tweeted that in Disney World, almost the day after they announced that Star Wars or Hotel or something, they already had surveys asking people what they thought. Did anybody see that? Probably. Uh, I did not, but I haven't been on a lot. The, pro- the, the curse and the uh, good thing about Twitter is it's great to have a lot of followers, but then it gets impossible to see everything during the day yeah. because oh yeah, yeah, I'll maybe get to check it like if I have my coffee break and then maybe lunchtime depending on what I'm doing and then not again till after dinner. So you miss ninety percent of the day because I there's no it's impossible to read through. No, I have a few people Pre-list. and things that I wanted. I don't even know how to do the list things. I just put notifications on for people that I know I want to hear stuff, and I go back and I look through that crap and that's it. I don't know how to do that list. <laughs> I tried doing the list things and then I don't know how to go back and look at them. It's like Snapchat. I can't figure that mess out either. <laughs> Ooh, I love Snapchat. So you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I I didn't see that, but it wouldn't sh- it wouldn't shock me that if they have a group of interns that are just I'm sure they have a social media department like every business does anyway that are just oh yeah they do and these people are just placed out in social media as regular people who and there's no way you can track them back to working for Disney to just either start these hype things. For to gauge the buzz of the fans and who's where the outrage is coming from and and what people think of these things, just like Jessica said, I bet you there's a position of, for that in Disney, like these interns, these Disney college... social media college program intern. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet yeah. you there is. There you go. I bet yeah, you there is. There's no way they don't already have an idea of what they're doing. So there's oh, a reason they why they didn't announce it, and I think that's exactly it. It's to see how people react and kind of test the waters. Right. So let's just float this out here and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> type thing. Exactly. Because sometimes you also hear two versions in the same day, so that's probably yes. them too. Oh, absolutely. They only let get out what they want to get out to whoever you know, except for you know leaks and moles and things of that nature. But I think it's a pretty controlled, a pretty controlled thing. Remarkably oh, yeah. so. Yeah. As far as what information they get out on social media for people to mull around in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, either way it works, because look, we're talking about it, so. Absolutely. <laughs> either way, they're winning. Free advertising right now. That's right. Absolutely. Whether it be positive or negative, it's still, you know, we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. <laughs> That's why you guys just need to cruise, because we only had the one big announcement, and everybody was happy. <laughs> yeah, another ship. <laughs> Woohoo! Absolutely. Ship. Hey, a ship a three deal. years in a row. I want to know the names. I'm going to be super You won't broke. know them until they launch. Oh, yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. That's it's maritime just, history. You can keep... They can keep adding ships, and then the dollar signs are going to keep going up, and yeah, as much as... Actually, you'll know the name of the day they set the keel. Yeah. That's what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Not Kiel, launch. Yeah, not launch Kiel. So we'll know it that day. Super. Hopefully we'll at least know. Well, they'll be setting, sailing the new ships in 2021, 2022, and 2023 now. So hopefully by Expo 19, we'll know when the first one should be open for booking. Because that'll be about two years out. going to be broke the next seven years because I got to put <laughs> back money so I can go on all the inaugurals. I know. <laughs> Three years worth of cruises paid in full. Two years at least ahead. I can't yeah. even. I can't do that. Eighteen months before the cruise, you're gonna put down your money. For three cruises. Oh come yeah. on! You don't have you don't have thirty grand under your mattress somewhere. So you're gonna have you're gonna have money down on three cruises at one time and not sailed on any of the three. Well, well you'll, you'll have sailed not, on the first one. You'll have sailed, you'll on, the sailed on the first one. So. So you're gonna and have then, two cruises in in. Paid in full and haven't cruised on them yet. <laughs> so worth it. While you're on the first one, couldn't you technically book for the second or third on board and you're get that 10%? You're not going to get a discount on inaugural sailing. Well, what the hell kind of crap is that? Uh, no, but there is a trick <laughs> to that. You, you, yeah. you, you don't get a frequent... A dummy date. You can book a dummy date. You can book a dummy date and convert the dummy date to that cruise. However, you will only get your castaway key perks. You will not get a discount on the room. Right. They will not honor a 10% discount on their room. They don't have, no. uh, they don't have, uh, like, nautical mile cards like they do for airline miles. You two yeah, don't get, no. like, <laughs> you can't, no, like, rack up, you can't rack up points for a free cruise. <laughs> Castaway Club members will be able to book according to their level. So, Platinums will get first dibs. Yay! Second. <laughs> And then there are benefits silvers. platinum. Look at you, Mr. <laughs> Fancy Pants. I know, right? Rub it in. God. Jeez. Yeah, I'm but just remember, it, guys. I'm just remember, guys. <laughs> I, can, I can book two rooms as a platinum cruiser, so. I know, and you know, me being the BFF, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I can't break your chops. You're, le close, you're letting me stay with you in September, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I'll be platinum by the 2021. I will probably, but by the time 2022 opens for booking, I probably will be, but I might have to snag your guest room on that first. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Uh, so I'm still slumming it in gold for a little while longer. <laughs> oh, hoo -hoo. I know. It's just so sad. Terrible. I know, right? My life. Meanwhile, it's been... <laughs> 15 years since I've been on one. <laughs> oh. Look. At oh, least well. when I'm on a cruise ship, I know that there's no construction zones. There's all... Yeah. <laughs> it might be a little painting, but... But that's about it. A little maintenance, a yeah. little upkeep. That stuff doesn't bother me. The whole, they just take they the just whole take ship out of service out of when service. it needs maintenance. Well, they're doing that with the parks. Construction walls. And... 
They're doing that with the parks. They're doing that with Hollywood Studios. The Hollywood Studios is technically out of service. Just nobody can see the sign hanging on the gate. So they just let you keep going in and paying $100 a day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at some point you would think that all of that construction would just come to an end and they would just say, enjoy the parks. Yeah, when it's done. And then they'll move on to something else. Because somebody else will. Five years. Let one park just have five years with no construction. Well, Animal Kingdom should be set for. A plenty of long time now. Yeah. Honestly. Because let's face it, they need a fifth park as much. You can add attractions all you want. Oh, definitely. You need a massive. Oh, you're coming to the point now where they have so many things under their belt in different areas. Star Wars, Marvel, and Marvel they couldn't do because they still have that agreement with or whatever the contract with Universal about that. But if is that, that ever got. definite or is that. Have a time I think it's pretty much until Universal says, now nah, we're good. Which ain't never gonna to happen. Build that villain park. That would be cool. Right. That would be cool. Something for the teenagers. Something more thrill ridey. Mm-hmm. No, the hell. They can go to Six Flags. The hell with the teenagers. They're pains in the <laughs> yes, asses. They don't know what they families want. Families with teenagers also have kids of other ages, and if the teenagers are gonna be miserable and unhappy, then, then the, you leave the whole family, family isn't gonna get. <laughs> then you leave them in the room. Teenagers can go off on their own. My kids. We just chose to leave them at home. The cruise line. Yeah, I've done that several times. You might, you know, my kids are. We've good, done that too, but I remember as, Disney travelers. They always were, but. Yeah. I remember as soon as me and my brother was were of age to roam the park ourselves. Probably, I was fourteen. He was two years younger than me. We would just we'd meet up for lunches and stuff, but for the most part, mm-hmm. we would just go and do what we had to do. So if my parents didn't want to hear us complaining about stuff, they didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you get to that point eventually. And, you know, my kids like the cruise line so much better anyway, because I'll tell you what, the ultimate thrill ride for any young teenager is independence. Oh, absolutely. Being away from mom and dad at Disney Cruise Line, they don't have to see us all day long. So. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it, it's been a good transition for us. We just cruise and I don't have to think twice about it. The hardest thing is finding the right dates that work with our schedules and after that it's done yep it's all fun so yay we get a new ship i'm all for that yep 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 expansion everywhere expansion 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 mm-hmm. all that means is more people and prices going up everywhere so mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sure at some point it'll impact all that stuff and which is fine for them well. that's what that's it's a business before it's a uh, a true vacation i guess to them so and they were going to go up anyway, even with no new stuff. Oh, absolutely. So we may as well get new stuff. So that's right. We might as well get new stuff and enjoy it. Get all our money's worth out of it. So who knows? That's about it as far as all the confirmed stuff that came out of last weekend's D23 Expo. Take it all for as you will. And obviously us and every other media everything will keep track of all this stuff as new stuff develops it'll probably stay quiet for a while until anything else any other permits get filed or more google map images come out of where this is going and where that's going and you know in a few months we have the epcot 35th anniversary who knows if more stuff will be confirmed or announced or actual artist renderings of epcot based news will come about you know it as we've said, and the only thing you can say is only time will tell. And when we hear about it, we will certainly talk about it and react about it. 
good, bad, mm-hmm. or indifferent. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. You're going to be in the Indianapolis area on August 26th. Uh, we're having our 10th anniversary indie Disney meet, and it's going to be a blast. We've doubled the space this year. Uh, it's held at the fairgrounds right here in Hamilton County in Noblesville, Indiana, which is on the northeast side of Indy. And we got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of people coming this year. Uh, Yeehaw Bob, which I don't know how many of you are familiar with him, but he does performances at Port Orleans Resort at the River Roost Lounge. We've got Herbie the Love Bug coming. Of course, you know, our, our favorite people, the the princesses from Frozen. The uh, 501st Legion, which is a fan group that does Empire and Rebel costuming from Star Wars will actually be here. And there's some of that in the video that I posted. It's a carry-in. Everybody brings food, and holy cow, we end up with a ton of it. Everything from savory to sweet. Uh, They usually have a machine set up uh, doing Dole Whips. Uh, We have drawings and things like that. But all the money that we raise goes to uh, Give Kids the World, which is the, the little community in Florida where basically Make a Wish takes their kids for kids that are you know have come down with cancer and it's their make a wish to go to disney world so so all the money we raise for that goes towards that charity and we're also going to be doing a group podcast from there there'll be several of us there i know uh, mike relman from be our guest podcast is going to be there he started coming last year it'll be a really good time so if you're in the area and i'll i'll be talking about it the next few podcasts up probably even until that weekend so They have a kid's room with kids' activities, and they always have character meet and greets in there, face painting. They love a DJ. At some point, they show a couple movies for the kids, and uh, it's a good time. So come on out. We thank everybody for listening. And as always, you can head on over to thedizexplorers.com and find all our social media outlets there. Uh, follow us in our Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And as you can find the links to all our individual troopers and follow us all there on our separate social media accounts if you care to. And as for the podcast, you can download this on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, Google Play, and on YouTube as well. Thank you all for listening again, and we'll talk to everybody next week.